Hitler would have been the couponer in the family. Yeah, if, he had, if his parents were a little more present, he had a father figure, he would have been a couponer. He wouldn't have been trying to kill any Jews. Well, his father loved him big time, right? Uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I think yeah. his father knew how much of a scumbag he produced in his own semen. Was his father not in the picture? His father thought he dumped a load of the mom's anus. Oh, missed the whole... Welcome to Fried vs. Tap, Season 2, Episode 3. I'm uh, your co-host, Mike Bisson, a.k.a. The Podcast Brat, and I'm joined with the one and only... Mike Graham, guys. How's it going? It's Thursday. It is Episode 3. Welcome to Fried vs. Tapped. I'm the fried one, and Mike is... I'm the tapped one. That's right. So, diving right into this. We were speaking about technology last week, and, um, you know, I guess I'm behind on the Quest. I have the Quest 2 of the Oculus, which is the VR gaming set that oh, it's so much fun developed by Meta. I remember the only time I've tried one was that no, not not true. I've tried a couple different ones, but the one I tried at your uh, your spot was so much fun. Yeah, I bought the most recently one like a year ago, but I guess it's like a couple years old. It's incredible. I love playing golf on it. The PGA, it's incredible. You can, it's just like you're on the course. Yeah, and remember I walked through that haunted mansion. Oh yeah, Mikey walked through the haunted mansion. Um, I showed him some the VR porn. On oh, the I I did try the Resident Evil in VR. Oh my god, did you really? Yeah, it was so fucking cool. It was so badass. It spooked the heck out of me. I want to play that game on. I love. I'm a huge Resident Evil fan, but continue. But um, uh, so I want. I'm like, okay, they got a new one that came out months ago. I'm gonna go look into it. Right, price is guess price. Guess what it is. Nine hundred bucks. Fifteen hundred dollars. Fourteen nine nine. What? Why? What a jump! So that's more than triple. That's about triple what I would. Yeah, more than triple. Then that's just the next gen of the same product. Yeah. So I wonder what is so great about this product. The, the, I, my guess is the uh, graphics and the experience itself is probably incredible. Maybe they're trying to get people. They're trying to build the metaverse like that movie Ready Player One. Ooh. You know, is it, that what a metaverse would be? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, what maybe think. that's what they're doing. They're trying to make uh, the virtual reality the new way of life. Well, that could be something. If you could be any virtual kind of character, creature, what would you do? But, so, like, I guess, like, what I'm asking is if you were in the metaverse, you had to design a character to be in that metaverse, what kind of character are you designing? I don't know. I guess I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying. It could actually. be anything. A T-Rex. That'd be cool. With long arms, though. Yeah, real, I guess. Uh, like, uh, like, like <clears throat> ape dragon arms. I would do that. I would be the T-Rex T-18. Because I would have longer. That would be my name instead of long T18. That'd be pretty cool. I could be a pterodactyl Ooh. with longer legs. Ooh. What? Basically, we were just dinosaurs with longer body parts. Notice we didn't even touch upon the dick. No. We leave that as is. That's fine. That's fine. I don't know what's yeah. going on down there. Nah, it actually comes out like a snake. It's in a little, like a little cocoon. My plan as a T-Rex is go down to Florida and just munch up everything. Destroy Florida. Get rid of dude, it. Dude, Florida sucks, dude. Floridians are out of their minds. We don't need Florida. We really shouldn't have it. It's the armpit of America. It, so it literally is the... the at, at this point, it is the armpit of... New Jersey used to be the armpit. Now it's Florida. Yeah, Florida is the prolapsed anus of America. It's right at the corner, fucking prolapsed out. Dude, Floridians are out of their goddamn minds. They're they, walking around in, like, turtlenecks. Yeah, well, you said that. I love it. It's awesome. remains true. It is. They're still in between the episodes I said it, and now they're still doing it. Floridians are insane. 
They're yeah. all just nuts. Yeah, you always hear those like Florida man stories. Like it's always these really dumb people. My neighbors moved to Florida growing up. Like our really, we were like really close friends. Really, with these. how far did the IQ drop? No, their IQ just didn't kidding. drop. <clears throat> these are great people. They moved down to Florida. Um, they ended up staying there for quite a bit of time. Like I think like maybe fifteen something years, maybe maybe I'm either closer, above, or lower. And they just recently all kind of moved back up. They're very close family, very close. They stay together. They kind of all moved up here gradually. Yeah, I'm just kind of, they got out of Florida at the right time. So they were smart. No, these people are actually pretty smart fucking people. Great people. I'm not going to name names, but they are great people. Okay, good. Yeah, good. definitely. Well, Florida needed some people. Then. But Florida, yeah, they, uh, no, I think they're going to shit because those people left. That's when you know it went to shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, what else is going on? What what do we got going on today? So Jesus Christ, I watched this documentary on Netflix the other day. Seven million points for a Pepsi jet. Oh my God, I watched that one too. What's it like? Uh, where's hey Pepsi? Where's my jet? Or something. Yeah, I, I saw that. Um, I saw that documentary too. So basically, there's this kid that this uh, promotion going in the '90s, where his Pepsi points, uh, and as a joke. They said if you get seven million points, they'll give you like some sort of fighter jet. Yeah. There was no small print, um, and this kid got the seven million points through some sort of loophole. He found where he could purchase the points. There's no small print about that. And no, then, there was small print about buying the points. Oh, there was, yeah, but it was so, something that you could use them if you had had like fifteen. This kid went to to some investor and was like, "Hey, listen, I developed the plan. It's going to be about th- uh, I think it was either three or six million dollars, three million, I think. And we're going to have to get warehouses, buy all these Pepsi cans, develop seven million points." He's like, "But I think we can do it." And um, the guy was like, um, "You know, he was very hesitant on it." And then the guy called him back, redid some numbers, and because he saw, he went to the store, he read on read a commercial or something, and he's read the fine print where it said. You can either, or you can, instead of buying cans, you can buy like 10 points for $5 or something like that. So he redid the math and it came out to $782,000 or something like that for the points to buy for 7 million points. And he's like, yeah, let's actually do it. They sent the check into Pepsi and Pepsi was like, what the fuck? They upped it to 70 million points. Yeah. And then, uh, so then basically, yeah, Pepsi wouldn't, once he came to them, they wouldn't honor their what they said and it's like their whole thing was like anyone could tell the first thought they underestimated how stupid people are they were like oh this is just a joke didn't you realize yeah it's like nah man you you said it wasn't and don't ever like you gotta be like that was 100% their fault their blunder 100%. that was a huge oversight on their part that they thought people wouldn't take that serious how do you not I mean if they put something on like right now if you enter you win these points you win something why would I expect it to be a lie yeah like what? And like, and like, you can't understand the context. Like, people's like, everyone across the board has the we, same sense of humor. We could do that every episode. Like, hey guys, buy all these t-shirt, buy t-shirts from us, and the more t-shirts you buy, you can get. We're gonna give a car away at the end of the season, and we're like, oh, you took that seriously? Yeah, we we're just kidding around. We're not giving the car away. Thanks for the money. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> no, so this kid takes him to court. It was like a four-year court battle. That'd be a scam. And he, he, they asked him to settle. They were going to settle for a million. He should have settled. I don't know why he didn't. He should have settled. That was more than what they were going to give him, the Pepsi. Yeah. And then he ended up losing the case. I mean, I, dude, I would have settled a hundred, a million bucks just to get this thing done and over with. Fine. Are you kidding me? A million dollars. Instead, he spent years uh, 
going into like legal battles like four more three four more years and didn't even win and thrown away because the judge said any any reasonable person would have known they were kidding. What? That's what the judge said. Any any reasonable person would have known it was a joke or oh some shit God. like that. Oh my God! What is this like? Some fuck? Never mind. I can't believe that. When, that's, yeah, it sounded uh, like Pepsi was big Pepsi, fucking going after the little guy. Fuck Pepsi. I yeah. like Coke better. Anyway. I like Coke better too. Oh uh, yeah, I like Coke better. You know, the, remember the Coke versus Pepsi challenge? Did you ever do one of those, like a real one? Remember throughout the entire documentary? Yeah, they kept having them do it. And who won? Coke. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember they had those at a corner store. No, it was at a, it was at a get. Uh, sorry, not corner store. What, the supermarket challenges? Yeah, they had like the truck and everything. So easy. I don't even drink soda, but do Coke sweeter and Pepsi's watery? Yeah, yeah. Pepsi is what? I don't Pepsi. Oof. Yeah. Not. The difference, the stark difference, incredible. It really is. Pepsi is so crispy, so light, fluffy. You get that sweetness. Dude, you know what I like? Remember Orangina? It's like orange juice soda. It's not orange soda. No. Actually. It's basically just a carbonated orange juice. Wow, really? Yeah, it's delicious. They used to sell it at my middle school, but you can still get them at like corner stores. I recommend it if you... You want a nice refreshing beverage? Get them at those quick bodegas. Yeah, you can get some at bodegas. You know, next to the coconut uh, milk or coconut juice with the chunks in it. You know, mm, it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. What up with those uh, fucking TL? We talked about this episodes ago, but let's dive into it now. Let's get into the grime and the grit and the rip it. Let's rip it about TLC shows. Oh, like the Learning Channel? Yes. The, that no one's ever learned anything from? Remember I love the TLC we show. Got, we got Big Ed from 90 Day Fiance. Oh, No Neck Ed. No Neck Ed. Yeah, No Neck Ed. I love Ed, though. He's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's not awesome. He's a fucking ball of grease, but Dude, he's, he's hilarious. I follow he's him on Instagram. Funny. He's got over 500,000 Instagram followers. He's hilarious. He's funny, but he's like, dude, I wouldn't. Like, he, I feel like he sits down on your couch. He's going to stain the cushion. Yeah. Probably, yeah. But he's, we should get him on. Gross. We should get him on the show. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll get right on that. Um, no, but the TLC shows those are pretty funny. What I like a lot is extreme couponing. I think like if you watch it, like it's always there's always that one person in the family who kind of is taking the lead of it. Oh. Sometimes it's the daughter, and they act like honestly they act like little dictators, you know. And uh, it's almost like if Hitler had better parents growing up, he would have. He would have been the Fuhrer. He would have been the saver, you know? <laughs> Hitler would have been the couponer in the family. Yeah, if, he had, if his parents were a little more present, he had a father figure, he would have been a couponer. He wouldn't have been trying to kill any Jews. Well, his father loved him big time, right? Uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I think yeah. his father knew how much of a scumbag he produced in his own semen. Wasn't his father not in the picture? No, his father thought he... he his father thought he dumped a load in the mom's anus. Oh, missed the hole. Yeah, so uh, he didn't realize what happened. Yeah, he was dyslexic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like he definitely would have, but, I mean, in the show, it usually is, like, the sister, the mom, or, you know, and then and then the dad is usually there, like, rolling his eyes. Dude, I made, like, I was watching that with my buddy, and we made a vow to each other that, because they're always married. They're never single for some reason. They always are married, and, well, like... They are saving them. They're saving money, but they're gross cheapskates, and like <laughs> they're un they're they're unattractive, they're penny pinching, unattractive, you know, stinky probably. But um, no, so me and my buddy made a vow like if anyone, either of us, is ever gonna get married to an extreme couponer, that we will object at the other one's wedding. Oh, 
Please do. Yeah. Well, those in on this? the extreme couponers usually don't come until after the marriage. No, not not in all not in all cases. Okay. Well, if you Sometimes. ever if you're getting married to someone that's an extreme couponer, and I'm at, I better be invited to your wedding to the least. Well, obviously, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up wherever I'm sitting and raise an objection to the priest or whoever you have officiating your wedding. I'm gonna go. We're not doing this, Mikey. Let's go. Get let's go. And that's what's going to happen. And if you don't come, you're going to be regretting it for the rest of your life. Yeah, obviously. Because you're going to be extreme couponing for 20 plus years. Well, dude, and then they have, like, My Strange Addiction or, like, extreme cheapskates. Dude, they had that chick who, like, she she had people over for a party. It was a football, like, a Super Bowl <laughs> party. On, Did you see this one, dude? No, this it already was, sounds like boyfriend had, like, people over. And like obviously this gotta be staged to some sort of extent, but either way I would be humiliated to be one of the people staging this. It's like this woman lets her boyfriend come over, she's turning the lights off to save energy by people in the living room. She has a lasagna that she got from like a dis like an expired food emporium and then she cooks it in the fucking dishwasher to save money on electricity. What? Yeah, dude. She literally wait, 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 wraps wait. it up and lets it steam. She in the cooked it in the dishwasher. Yeah, just to multitask and save money. That's not saving money. Do you know how much electricity she's using? Dude, she's saving a penny, maybe. I honestly can't even believe that. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And then there was one. There was this woman who was a millionaire, dude. And she fed her friend's cat food. No. Yeah. Stop. She was a millionaire. What? And she would feed her friend's cat food and call it tuna fish. No. Yeah. No. Dude, do you know how... Do you know... Imagine that. If you go to someone's house and they give you that tuna, it's, a, it's cat food. What did she drain it out clean off the, the... She drained it. She didn't do much else to it. No, she drained and then and then, and then sprayed off the gel stuff. You know, I, I, the thickness. Yeah, pretty much. Like she, And then she just put it on... Ugh. And could you imagine? And what did her fit? friends say? Did they know? Would they eat it? Yeah, they ate it. Uh, so I don't they, think they knew. So uh, when they see this fucking episode, yeah, they're gonna know. They're certainly gonna know. And oh. I don't know if someone feeds, dude, I'd be so fucking pissed off. If dude, can you imagine happen. the response? Imagine old Edith sitting there. Friendship on, over. Hold on. Imagine old, yeah, friendship over for sure. Yeah. Imagine Edith sitting down there. All right, Richard, let's watch the episode I signed off on the consent form for. It's when Julian fed us that tuna. <clears throat> that tuna the other day. Or no, that tuna months back. Oh, we just had that tuna sell last night at her house. And they get over, you know, they get down, they watch the episode, and, they, and they're watching her clean it off, and they're like, you know, can you imagine? That friendship is over. I'll tell yeah, you that. That ship has sailed the fuck out of there. They've gone. They're done. Hey, they Julia, probably, I'm no pussy, all right? These people probably moved out of the neighborhood. I don't think they live in the neighborhood, Mike. Let's be realistic. You just said... <laughs> no, they're friends. I don't live in your neighborhood. Well, I thought rich people just hung out with all the rich people. I don't I think when you get more rich, the yeah. sl- you know, the less you... You cut out your other friends. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, you don't cut them out. You either keep an entourage... You cut them out. You cut them out. Well... Well, I'm, dude, she wasn't famous. She was just rich, so, like... I'm gonna... I want an entourage. That's what I want. An entourage. Well, yeah, this lady, she was, she was rich, but she was cheap. That's honestly embarrassing. Never, dude, do you ever see those shows where they go dumpster diving and get their food from like a 
Dude, it's disgusting. They're picking dandelions and shit and using it to f eat. What the fuck? Aw, oh, dude, they're gross. I can't imagine being that rich and just serving them tuna. That's fucked. Yeah, and actually, dude, TLC is a great channel. It's honestly like, dude, this always... You either have to be, like, obese or, like, something to be on it or just dumb. You have to have, like, a 900-pound yeah. life, marry someone right on the dot, or fucking be addicted to laundry detergent. Yeah, you know, my strange addiction? <laughs> dude, there's one... Or, like, there's my strange obsession and strange addiction, I think... Dude, there's one of this guy collects sex dolls, like the expensive ones that are like very realistic, and he doesn't bang them. It's like it's weird to own one to begin with, but if you're gonna own one, you should at least try it out. I think. What about the guy? If you're gonna drop a thousand dollars on a sex doll? You're not gonna at least try it once. What? Yeah, I would try it. Yeah, what the I fuck? Would fill the mouth. I, Dude, that obviously you have all the options. Yeah, it's all there. Well, I mean, you have to add on these options. We discussed this before. We have to add these options on. It's very true, dude. If you want a mouth to fuck, the face fuck, you gotta buy it. That's right. You gotta buy the add-on. It's like a Lexus. You go buy a Lexus. You want that navigation system, people? Huh? You want it? You gotta add it. Ernie Bach Jr. Everything you wanted. What is it? I don't even know. That's a local shitty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember? Speaking of local, local shitty, remember Susie's Market down the street? No, where was that? Oh, uh, that was where that look. They make tombstones now on uh, what's all this? Oh wow, I know where that place is. Yeah, they used to have Susie's Market there. So I just remember that from being the tombstones. Yeah, Susie's Market. It was just like, I don't even know how like small. You have to be talking. Supermarkets last like that. Like I get it if you're on like if you're on a farm. Like this is they're, they're selling shit that you can just go get down the street for cheaper, <laughs> and like not even down the street, like right down the street. Those places work in very rural towns in like yeah. Rhode Island. Yeah, and this is an old store, and it went out of business in the '90s, and this dated back to like the '60s, '70s, where it probably made more sense to have a smaller supermarket like that selling fresh produce. I don't know how you think I would remember that. Oh yeah, you're not from Nashua. Doesn't your family own a diner? They do. Is that Lowell, right? The Low, uh, the club diner in Lowell, Massachusetts. It's right next to the Lowell police headquarters. A lot of the presidential candidates will do a pit stop there because it's very locally well known. That's pretty awesome. If you go in the registry motor vehicles in Lowell, they have the portrait of the club diner right behind where you sit. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I've never been there. It's I've been had um. It's been in my family for three generations. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Three generations. Nineteen. Either 1920-something or 1932 or something. And how's the food? Dude, it's incredible, you know? Yeah, I, I really... I got to go try it sometime. Um, I, I was thinking... I, I actually remember... I went to a diner once. I like diners, small diners, you know? This is the small diner you get. And I remember that... I went to this one. And there's this woman there. I still remember her name was Rhonda. She was a big girl. She called herself the big girl. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> we ordered food and then, like... She's like, oh, I'll take your order, but you know, I just want you to know I missed out on smoking a doobie right now. We're like, I guess that's mildly unprofessional, but like, we're like, all right, it's a diner. I know, no, we're just kidding around, but like, we thought it was funny. Then like, you think you're gonna get the same weight as dude, like Ritz Carlton? You're gonna get this diner? Oh, no, dude. Well, fucking Rhonda, she brings her food and she's like, she literally tells us she's going to her car to crack a few. Like, <laughs> she literally said, like, she's going out to the car. She couldn't smoke. She's going to go pound a few beers. Like, fucking have at it, Rhonda. She kept calling herself the big girl. And she was a waitress here, right? Oh, yeah. You want to hear a funny waitress story at a diner? Yes, sir. My uncle, who inherited the diner from my great-grandparents, 
he inherited, I think, in like maybe the 60s or 70s or something like that. And um, his head waitress, he was having an affair with her for the entire like 40 years of his own marriage as well. Really? He bought her like a ho- uh, he had her. Yeah, it was literally like the classic movie where he had to get he dude. This guy had an airplane, like a Lincoln Continental. This is your uncle? Yeah, he had a boat. It was insane, and uh, I'm pretty sure some mob. I don't even know want to say what's going on. It's my own family. But either way, for owning a diner, he had a very luxurious lifestyle. I have no idea how it happened. No idea. Yeah, how do you own a diner <laughs> then have a mistress that you're treating like you're Tony Soprano? <laughs> this guy, the more I think about it, I don't know what, where this money came. This guy owned Is a boat. Is last name Gandolfini? But, uh, yo, this guy had a mistress the entire 40 years. And when my aunt, when my great aunt died, his wife, right? She ended up like falling on the stair stairs and like her head. It was literally a couple of years ago, and th- this woman moved in immediately. Oh my god! So you, all, you what? Yeah, feels like murder. Maybe no, definitely not. I don't know. I can't say that. I think there's foul play. It smells Th- like it was foul 40 play. years. Yeah, I don't know. This guy like had an affair for 40 years, but still had his, his marriage. Wife didn't know at all. I don't. I think I don't. I don't know. I don't. I know the whole family knew because we all talked about it since I was a kid. I remember them talking about it, and like this shit, and like, yeah, it's insane. That's really that's crazy, actually. His head waitress, and he was the owner, and he was also the cook too. He would cook, so I wonder if he saved a lot of money by not having a cook, you know, working in. Cause maybe that's where he got a lot of the money. Well, where was this restaurant again? The Club Diner. That was Club Diner. The Club Diner. Okay. Yeah. yeah you're. You're. Uh, you went to culinary for a little bit, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I had his cooking. It's fucking delicious. I apprenticed under a master chef. Much credit to him, and uh, he taught me everything I know. My growing up with my dad as a chef, I taught learned a lot, and uh, I learned so much. We went to a a convention where we made. Uh, we came in like second place too. It kind of sucked. We made roasted, pan-seared duck, with a blueberry demi-glaze and a French onion risotto. Ooh, you know duck is so underrated at the Hilton Hotel. Duck should be more popular. I love duck. Dude, duck is like a juicier, fattier chicken. Chicken, it's yeah. It's like a more succulent chicken. It's oh. delicious. Went to the Bistro Six Hundred Three in Nashua a couple weeks, months back. Incredible duck. Really? Incredible. And it had a blackberry demi-glaze with a... Ooh. It was It was just... It brought me back. Well, I uh, I remember when I was in California. Dude, they had this... I forget the name of the spot, but there's a burrito spot connected to a sushi spot. They were like... It's a weird combination. But I remember like we ate some sushi, and I like sushi, but it's not filling. I was hungry. So I ate a bunch of sushi. I'm like, dude, I'm still hungry. So I went over to the burrito spot and it right across... Literally, like, right through the door. And then I just got a duck burrito, and it was just phenomenal. Oh, I've never... That sounds literally amazing. Oh, dude, it was like a slow-cooked shredded duck. Oh, Yeah, my God. it was so good, dude. I've never had anything like it. I've had duck other times, but... That like, literally sounds like sex. It was, yeah. Is that sex? A, In a, my experience. A slow-roasted duck that's yeah. shredded? It was good. Wow, this mic is gonna pop off. <laughs> yeah, well, this this mic is popping off. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. You know what though? Before we go, I do want to say I'm very excited because tonight, going down to Boston, going to the uh, Wilburn Theater. Oh, the Wilburn. Wilburn. The Wilburn Boston. And seeing none other than Mark Norman. <gasps> 
fantastic comedian. I'm very excited tonight. Mike showed me Mark Norman before we filmed this, and he actually is hilarious. He's yeah. a young guy, looks. For yeah, he's like uh, he's like 38, 39, 40. Y- young for comedians. Yeah, he's it's honestly if you like he's very popular. He's catching. He's getting huge. So I'm, people watching this probably do know who he is. If you don't, he's been on like the Joe Rogan podcast. He's very good, tight with, with like Shane Gillis and Sam Morrill. But I'm a huge Mark uh, Mark Norman fan. Cannot wait to see him. Mark Norman. Yeah. Oh my God. Almost sounds like Greg Norman, the commissioner of the Live Tour, the uh, professional golfing league. But maybe uh, they're related. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Mark's always cracking golf jokes. Big fan of Live Golf. Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson, you name it, they're yeah. on it. Um, but hey, listen, guys, um, we're getting down to that couple, you know, last minute and half. Yeah, you know, and before yeah. we end, how about I give my song of the week real quick? And uh, and I got a classic this week. Well, let's get your song of the week. Yeah, okay. I got a classic. What do you got? I got Fuck With Dre Day and Everybody Celebrating by Dr. Dre, a.k.a. Dre Day, off the fucking Chronic 1991 or two, I believe it came out. The original Chronic. I think it's 91. Might be 92. But either way, it's a hip-hop classic. And it's not just a hip-hop classic. It's just a classic across all genres. Everyone should hear The Chronic at least nine times in a year. You know? Hell yeah. Dr. Dre is amazing. He's a legend. And uh, we have to pay homage homage to him. Uh, I love the, I'm a huge Dre. I can't start talking about Dre. We don't have that much time. We're going to see you guys on Monday. 6 a.m. will be released, so check it out all day. It will be released all day. Download it whenever you have time. Google Podcast, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Fried vs. Tap Podcasts. All you get to type in, people. Yeah, take a break from the hub and give us a check out when you get a yeah, chance. Yeah, check you know? us out. I'm Mike Graham, your yeah, co-host. Yeah, put your dick down for a second and check us out. But sorry to interrupt, you're Mike Graham. I'm Mike Graham, your co-host. Check, we'll be back Monday, Season 2, Episode 4. I'm Mike Bisson, toodles. Toodles.